New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. This happens every Friday morning here at 7 a.m. on the Newspot Media Network. Thank you for being with us. We love that you're here. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Linda. Good to see you both. Always fun that you're here. Thank you. Anyone else that may be watching, please make sure you chat, comment, share, like, hit the buttons, whatever buttons make you feel good, and uh, let your friends know what we're doing here today. So, morning, Z. How's the week been? So far, so good. Uh, you know, this uh, weather has been definitely changing here in Colorado, going fallish, but it is fall. So, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> and, uh, so it was uh, the other night. It was nice and cool, and I overslept, and that was a good thing, I think. <laughs> there you go. Yes, I uh, I remember when I first got to Colorado, there would always be a, sub a September snowstorm here in the metro area. Now it wouldn't stick; it wouldn't last long. It was usually gone by the end of the day, but there was always a September snowstorm, and. I think this is the second, maybe even the third year in a row, we're going to go without a September snowstorm yeah. in the Denver metro. So, um, yeah, fall is in the air and uh, none too soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, this weekend, the whole weekend, we're going to be in the mid-80s. Yeah, exactly. Folks, that's our top story today, by the way, the weather. Mother Nature uh, is not having a good, well, maybe she's having a good week. <laughs> All right, let's not genderize Mother Nature, but uh, lots going on from uh, last week, uh, hurricane typhoons hitting the west coast of the U.S., uh, big storms in Alaska, and now we've got uh, Hurricane Fiona coming across the Atlantic. I actually saw a story that uh, there's about to be a Gulf Coast uh hurricane that could be a monster storm that's brewing and uh because the gulf is so warm right now and and all these different factors and mother nature is definitely throwing storms at us yeah. and fiona took out all the power in puerto rico there's relief efforts getting started for puerto rico uh bermuda is about to get bypassed but canada get ready She's coming straight up the East Coast and going to slam into, into Eastern Canada. Folks in Nova Scotia and all that, get ready. Um, it's, uh, 
it's pretty wild. See this, I keep saying this, but it looks a lot like a, uh, it looks like a lot like a doom and gloom movie from the 1980s. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the, the hurricanes got a late start this year, if you will. Right. Because there were stories early because, you know, hurricane season starts in June and, and they were saying, Oh wow. And it ends in November and we haven't really had anything, you know, and, and, and it's not, you know, in my mind, it's not, uh, the fact that we have a lot of them is that the ones that we do have are increasing in damage. I mean, five years after the hurricane hit Puerto Rico, now that the pe- there were people still without electricity, and now they're underwater and without electricity for those who had it again, right? So the storms, it, you know, when, when you talk about climate change, it doesn't necessarily mean that there are going to be more storms. It means that the storms are going to be bigger and more damaging because the water, at least for hurricanes, because the water is a lot warmer. So once it gets the right conditions, they're going to pop up. And, you know, it should be a great indicator for us to say we need to pay more attention to this, how we're living in terms of our relationship with the universe and how we are dumping stuff here, there and everywhere. Um, Sooner, you know, sooner or later, you're going to catch up with us. Yep, exactly. Uh, and it, and I think you're hitting the nail on the head there as far as, as we don't, we haven't paid enough attention. And, oh, you know, that's a, that's fancy. People from all the way from people that denied this was going on to the people that said, oh, well, that's not going to affect me in my lifetime. So we'll leave that for the grandkids or, or even just, just ineffective politicizing of what was necessary. I keep thinking back, man, how uh, Al Gore was right. Yeah. We need to start a campaign. Hashtag Al Gore was right. And it was an inconvenient truth, but it was the truth. And we didn't yeah. do any, all right, I shouldn't say anything, but we didn't do enough to avoid the situation it would appear we're in right now. And so now it, it's the old backpedal. How, how quickly can I backpedal and, uh, and get in, try to get into position to do something to, to, to keep all this from killing everybody? Yeah, it, <coughs> excuse me. It is, um, it is, you know, the one thing from a spiritual perspective that has always been a cornerstone, I think, regardless of the tradition, is this idea of the witness, the observer, right? And, and, and there's, the, there's the point that, you know, the more you observe or the more of a witness you can be and take your emotions and that stuff out of the uh, uh, screen, if you will, that's moving across, the better you can, you know, react, interpret, get involved with. And we have just not been very observant. And and for those, and, and, and I guess some people have. And and so now the thing is, well, hey, we didn't screw this up enough. Let's start looking to go to Mar- back to the moon and create a colony up there, and 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 let's see if we can get to Mars. You know, because you know there are a lot of there are a lot of scientists who are saying in terms of tipping point that we're beyond that tipping point now, and we might be able to flip it back, but we got to be real, real aggressive now. 
you know, when you think about all of the car companies saying that by 2030, seven years from now, you know, they're going to have a main fleet of, of electrical cars. But the question is, is it too much too late? I meant too little too late. Little too late, yeah. California announcing recently that all new car sales will have to be electric by, I think it's 2030 as well. And, and that feels like it's a long way off from where we are right now. However, I do know there are a lot of good people doing a lot of good work out there in this regard. And, um, and I see stories every week of the innovations that are happening in technology and, and, and energy to help us move away from the carbon-based footprint from uh, all that's happening. And, uh, and you know, folks, here we go. Shameless plug time. I cover those stories every Friday night on the good news at five o'clock mountain time, come join us and check it out. Uh, those are the stories we talk about are the ones that not just the people that are doing good in the world, but the organizations, the ideas, the companies that are doing good in the world uh, specifically and in many ways around climate control. So, um, and climate change, it's a, it's a sticky wicket as it were. <laughs> yes. Now, you know, I, I I found this story. I didn't tell you about this before. It, it slipped my mind. But I found this story that is, I had to kind of read it twice. Um, there was a principal in Tennessee at a middle school doing an assembly. And he used the N-word during a school assembly. Oh, what? I, I didn't see that one. <laughs> I, you know, it, it is, uh, I was shocked. I, I saw it and I didn't read a whole lot because I thought, I said, surely this is just, right? <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the onion, right? No, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe a principal of a middle school. So now we're talking what? Uh, 12, 13, 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, uh, 12, 13, 14, depending on how they have it broken down. Yep. Use the N word. Uh, and, and uh, I was shocked. And, it, and, and of course, somebody videoed it, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> And, it, and the statement that he made was the white kids want to call the black kids the N-word. Tough. <laughs> Tough shit. You don't get to do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what his intentions were. And, I, you know, and, and if you take that at first blush, maybe he was trying to, I don't know. But there's another way to say that if you were, if your intentions were good. And I'll never try and question someone's intentions unless they state them. But as a school principal of a middle school in this day and age, you have to be more aware <laughs> of what's going on. Yeah. And there's a place for that kind of dialogue. Yes. There, there is a place for um, 
you know, I used a slur a couple of weeks ago in this program, um, half by mistake and, 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 and fully apologized for it. However, it wasn't that one. Right. No, you're not allowed to say that word anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, throughout the pandemic and after George Floyd and all, all of, all of, all of the uh, right shifting, left shifting, however you want to call it, you know, one of the things that came about was this idea of courageous conversations. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, part of that genre, if you will, was to allow people to speak freely in a courageous kind of way so we could get to um, get to the root, if you will, of some of the ideas and feelings and, and, you know, concepts. Now, that might be a place uh, And um, interestingly enough, though, as I scan this this article here, um, his, his boss defended defended him. I know. Um, now they did agree that it would be best for him to take some time away from the principal's chair, which is yeah. good. And you know, we could. This is one of those stories that we could sit here and say, "Well, what's the racial makeup of the of the school? If it's predominantly black kids, that letting them know that he's not going to stand for this from the white kids, that might be different. If it's predominantly white kids, and he's just trying to tell them you can't say this word, that 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 isn't necessarily appropriate either. It's um, this is just a word we don't use anymore, folks." Right. Period. Not acceptable. Right. Right. And, and because and personally, I don't think black folks should use it either. I agree. But I, but I don't have the right to tell someone of color that they can't use. I could suggest that that's not being very helpful. But, um, you know, it's interesting. I want to share this one for, with you. I play a lot of disc golf. Some people know that. And in disc golf, because you're out in a park or a field, it occasionally you'll throw your disc and it'll go in the wrong basket. It'll go in a different holes basket or it'll go in the women's basket instead of the long men's basket or whatever. And in, right. and in, and in Frisbee golf, most people refer to that as a black ace. And I've been on a personal crusade for a couple of years now to say, no, 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 no. So, man, no, we got to change that. <laughs> that does not represent our sport very well. That rep really rip does not. And that's where we are, folks. If we're going to change the world, if we're going to create a world that works for all, we've got to be willing to do the hard, hard work of saying, no, if I make a mistake, I'll make a mistake and I'll take the criticism and I'll do my penance. And, and I do appreciate that at least this district head and, and principal recognize that he needs to get, take some time away from his job. He yeah. needs to take some time away from his job to reflect, to, to consider his behaviors, to look at, hey, how would I do this differently in the future? How would I yeah. not get into this mess? <laughs> um, yeah. And um, 
Wow. <laughs> I I attended a, a workshop recently on, on diversity. Uh, pretty pretty hard hitting. Uh, by this one um, PhD, and he was and 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 he spoke very uh, factual, if you will, with with uh, information showing how um, white supremacy was placed in institutions based on laws and 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 you know behaviors and things like that and it was very hard hitting um unfortunately we didn't have a time with the group afterward to really ask questions which i would love to have got into some dialogue but yeah when we look when we just real quick when we look at the country what he outlined was that at the root of white supremacy within institutions in terms and this was a, for a professional setting looking at how many blacks are in the sea office or in 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 revenue generating positions the picture was painted from the very beginning that that was something that was not within the capability so we're not even going to work with that and it, and it and it still exists today right yeah people ask me all and we ask people on different shows all the time, what's the future of new thought? Where, where is this all heading? And I really believe that if this philosophy isn't effective at, at providing people, providing hearts and minds with alternative ways to look at the world and live life, we're not doing our job. And this is just one of those places. It's been over and over and over and over again. Studies have shown specifically that word muscle testing and nobody gets stronger in the pre when they hear that word nobody everybody gets weaker when they're called that word everybody even just thinking about that word gets is damaging to who we are and here's the truth it was never effective it was never a beneficial word no and, and, and like you, and like you said earlier, is that you know no one, black or white or red or green or purple or whatever, should be using that word. The word originally was created as a derogatory term. Now, young people on of all races and whatever are using the word. They use it in songs and and you know. Uh, they try to use it colloquially and, 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 you know, all these different things. But one, it creates confusion uh, to, to someone who's trying to be uh, respectful, if you will. And, 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 it, it, and even when it's supposedly done in a, in, a, in a decent fashion, it comes out derogatory. So it, should, it really should be, uh, you know, removed. But that's that's a, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> that, 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 that would that that would be a major debate, especially by some, a lot of the young people. They use it as a term of endearment in some cases. I, I, taking their power back. Yeah. Yep. Um, I recognize that. I th I think it's misguided, but I recognize the the uh, the belief system operating there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some good stuff. 
Do you know who Joey Voto is? No, I never, never, never. I didn't, know, I didn't know who Joey Voto was today uh, until today either. However, if um, if you are a baseball fan and you like the Cincinnati Reds, then you know who Joey Voto is. Uh, and Joey uh, is out with a season-ending injury. So rather than stay at home, he's been hanging out at the ballpark. And he's just been wandering around the games, taking selfies with people, sitting down in seats that he does, you know, mm -hmm. taking people's seats and hanging out until they come back, sitting and chatting with kids, being an ambassador of the game. And I, I'm, I'm falling in love with this story. I might use it tonight on the good news simply because he's not, he's not that highfalutin elitist professional athlete. He makes more than enough money that he doesn't have to sit, sit in the cheap seats, but here he is hanging out in the, in the left field seats with fans and, and wander and being a part of the community that, that they're building there around that team, rather than just, Oh, my seat, my, my season's done. I'm going to go home and watch Netflix. Uh, kudos to Joey Photo of, of the Cincinnati Reds. I think you're doing a great job, man. If you ever happen to hear this program, uh, it's been a wild week in sports in some ways. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, our, you're our sports guru, yeah. It's 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 been wild. Uh, you know, there's there's the there's always there'll be a Brady saga until Brady retires. Um, <laughs> you know undoubtedly the dude is a tremendous athlete right i mean you look at his age he's 45 i think 45 yes and he's he's playing with uh 20 year olds and 22 year olds who are out to make a name for themselves yep. um and dude can still hang with the best of them but you know at some point like right now real life and football life starts to clash. And so, you know, there's all kind of conversations about him and his family and this, that, and the other. And, you know, we uh, obviously where there's smoke, there's fire. And, and how much fire, we don't know for real. But, you know, I, I would anticipate for sure that this will be Brady's last year. I'll take some bets on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't – I don't think that's going to last. And then, you know. Well, he's going to learn what it's like to play without Gronk. I mean, let's be, re let's be realistic. He doesn't have a 250 pound tight end that can jump seven, three and bring down a ball out of the stratosphere. It don't matter how far over Gronk's head, he would throw it. Gronk could jump up there, grab it, pull it down. Nobody could stop him. And, but that, you know, now I just saw. I just saw a news story this morning where they're trying to get Odell Beckham Jr. down in uh, down to the Buccaneers. Uh, okay. uh, that would give him a weapon. And not that yeah. he doesn't have any now, but that would give him another. Because part of his, 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 his entourage, no matter where he was, passing the ball, he had lots of weapons, which always opens up the running game. So he was able to, to you know, have his way. So it'll be a, it'll be a good. I think Green Bay rolls up into uh, so it'll be the two old guys, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and 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 Brady will face off 
that should be the senior bowl. They should call it the senior bowl. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, and Brady was just awarded an extra day off per week by the Buccaneers. They're giving him what they call a veteran's rest day uh, each week. I got a feeling he didn't take that this week, getting ready for Aaron Rodgers, though. No, uh, I got a feeling he worked a full week, getting ready for the pack. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, the, uh, this, this is for bragging rights, see. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the... The, the old man bragging rights or whoever wins. So that's going to be in it. But, you know, the thing is that the, the, the sports world now has been with, with, with the, um, with all this money that the young kids are making now in college that should have been, you know, they, people are complaining about it, but this, this problem could have been solved a long time ago if the university weren't so greedy and capitalizing on these college football players, and now they have to pay them there for their likeness and images, and they're they're able to sign deals which previously weren't able to do. Um, and it's it's it 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 brings the pendulum a little bit back to young people, a large majority of them coming from very humble beginnings, who put their whole body and life on the line and were making very little. Um, for, 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 for that effort. Now, you know, people say, oh, well, they got an education. An education doesn't cost, is, is, isn't a multi-billion dollar in, in, uh, industry. These, right. these, these college football, mostly in basketball, but football is the big boy. They make billions of dollars a year on ticket sales and, and naming rights for the stadiums and jerseys and whatever. Yeah. College, uh, and I always looked at it from the perspective that hockey and baseball have farm teams. You might go play in college, but nobody's really paying huge amount of attention to college hockey. Um, I bet you most of the state of Colorado has no idea that the Den DU, Denver University's hockey team, is one of the best in the nation consistently, year after year after year. We don't know that. Um basketball football college became the farm team and these teams don't invest in development leagues and don't have the overhead that goes along with baseball hockey they have their arenas they have teams they have minor leagues all these things that football and, and uh, basketball don't have they get college sports so yes i think it's been very unfair to the college athletes um and we know come on how much of an education are you getting if you're on the road every other weekend and you're you're a college football player, you're not there to learn. No. You're there to work out. You're there to get strong. You're there to make the, the organization look good. Uh, I do believe it's far past time that college athletes are allowed to leverage their own likeness, their own signature and other things to, to support themselves. Yeah. 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 I mean, my my grandson was a was a player at a D1 school. Um, mm -hmm. God bless. He graduated and, and, and got his degree and, uh, Good for you know, him. but, but when I used to talk to him <clears throat> about what was going on, I mean, it, it was more of a job. They, they were up, you know, early in the morning, six o'clock. They're somewhere every day, right. Either in the weight room or in a, you know, in a pre-class. And then after that you go to 
weight room again or go see the therapist. Then you go to practice and you may go see another therapist after that in terms of taking care of your body. And then you got your homework. I mean, it was a full time grind. And, you know, you think about, you know, he was he, he, he was able to get out with a degree. And now they're starting to uh, they being the schools trying to make that a better option because it makes the school looks good because they keep stats on, you know, what's the percentage of graduations of your football team or basketball team or whatever. And if right. they look bad, you know, parents are going to have some input and say, look, football may or may not be your ticket, but an education will definitely give you a ticket to punch, right? May not be the same ticket, but you will have a ticket if you can graduate from a university. If you go to the engineering school, you got people, you know, job placement help. They got people out there working on your behalf to help you get noticed and, and get a good job coming out of school. If you're in a football, basketball program, well, yeah, you might get some help, but it's a lot different job market. There, the upward mobility is just not there uh, for all these kids to to get a professional sports job, yeah, a, a placement on a team. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I'm happy to see that we're reforming our amateur quote amateur sports department and concept, the idea, the consciousness, the thought process that we hold around all of this um and you know one thing i i i just noticed how time has slipped away and <laughs> and and i want to tee up for next week uh the whole new york city trump enterprise uh <laughs> you know i i the, the the news is still unfolding so i would like to have a good conversation on that once we get a little bit more information but that's going to be a story that's going to be in the news for a couple of three weeks for sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, you're on your own with that one next week. <laughs> Folks, I won't be here next Friday. I'll be uh, at Unity Village, part of the ANTN annual conference. Uh, and uh, and there's uh, the final stuff is Friday morning. I'm not going to make this program. Z is going to be here, though, so uh, be here for that. We're working on making sure he's got a special guest for that show. If you did tune in today to see Dr. Tim Stewart, we apologize. Uh, had a little bit of technical difficulties there this morning. We're not able to have him on today's program, but we are going to work to get him on back on here again real, real soon. Uh, we'll let you know for next week who's going to be here shooting the shit with Reverend Elzia. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I, this one is the one that looks like, okay, so let's be real. We don't have the political will in this country to, to really go after Trump for the crimes he committed while in office. We've never had, we didn't go after Nixon. We, we just, presidents commit crimes from my perspective. And um, Trump's were just so blatant and egregious that something's got to be done. So big kudos to to the sec to the AG in New York State, and I really appreciate the fact that she named Ivanka and Eric and Don Jr. and named them all, and said, "Look, this isn't just one guy leading a a, a mafia style family. Yeah. This is a whole concerted effort by." by the lot of them and did you see the uh the golf course photo 
No, I didn't. I'll have to go oh, find it. There's a photo, a recent photo of Trump and a whole bunch of his folks all out on a golf course. Not a golf club in sight. There's one golf club in the whole one guy thought enough to say, hey, maybe I better grab a club and take it with me out there. You could kind of tell they all just walked out into the middle of the course to have a conversation. Let's imagine what they're talking about. And no golf, one golf club in the whole picture, but probably like nine or 10 guys. And it looks like a mafia meeting. It looks like the mob is hanging out, listening to the big Don tell them what's going to happen. And you're my capos. Now get out there and make this shit happen. Give me my money. And it's not a good, not a flattering picture by any means. Well, you know, the, the, the last thing that, you know, maybe they were playing best ball. So they only needed one ball and one club. So we'll, we'll, we'll assume that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the, the state's attorney out of New York, uh, She's put together that document that they passed on to everybody, the district attorney and the, the tax, 200, I think it's 285 pages of, of uh, information for them to make a decision. And one of the things that, that they're going to be looking at closely is that the DA in New York has a relationship with Trump. So... I'm sure somebody's going to be trying to figure out whether that person needs to recruit themselves or it's going to next week is going to be interesting um, unfoldings of that story. And it, and it could have some real political ramifications of if he runs and all of that. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. Uh, it should be, it should be a rocking week in, in the politics on that live. Man, you just went and said it and my mind went, <laughs> because <laughs> if he does we got nothing to talk about on fridays for a long time except that um that's gonna I, i'm gonna say it right now if he does it's gonna be the biggest shit show we've ever seen in american politics no question about it oh yes yeah all right I get my brain back in my head now <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for being with us today. This is New Thoughts. This is Ministers Talking Shit on the New Thought Media Network. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We we like to go into a little bit of overtime these days, so we appreciate you being with us. We'll be back again next week. Before we go, let's make sure we say a quick thank you to our donors and sponsors. Please help us with that. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>